You're listening to a BGE podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Blind Grilling Experience. My name is Chris Peltz. I am the most interesting griller in the world. Yeah, that's right, folks. Glad to have the BGE Nation back with us this week listening to this episode of the Blind Grilling Experience. I am just uh, thrilled because, once again, we have Mr. Vince Sabres with us, a recipient of the Big Green Egg and the Blind Grilling Experience package. Vince, how you doing, man? Howdy, Chris. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, man. Doing great. Doing great. Man, I tell you what, it's been awesome, you know, the uh, the cooks that you've been doing here lately and uh, I, I'm I'm thrilled to share some of those, and I got you brought a recipe with you today, so I'm excited to get into that as well. And um, yeah, it's uh, I, I'm excited for the program. Real quick, folks, if you want to email us, be sure send us an email blindgrilling at gmail dot com. That's where you can reach us blindgrilling at gmail dot com and we love getting all the feedback all the messages that everyone is sending it's just been awesome remember every wednesday we have the my story episodes and uh just uh just short stories a little bit of a spiritual um you know lesson perhaps in that but just kind of leading up to what uh kind of where i've got how i've gotten to this point where i'm at from my the beginning of my sight loss journey uh to where i am today and so I uh, hope you've been enjoying those. And every Friday, of course, remember, um, on Fridays, we have the Cut Straight Weekend Workshop Edition. And so, uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. Lots of great feedback that we've been getting on those episodes as well. So email us, blindgrilling at gmail.com. All right. So, Vince, man, what have you been cooking lately, dude? Oh, wow. Uh... Quite a bit, actually. Um, well, I brought those meatballs today. I've, oh man, yeah. I've been making those um, pretty often yeah. lately. Um, I don't blame you. <laughs> those, are, those are good. <laughs> hey, thank it, you. Uh, it worked out great too because we had uh, smoked lasagna uh, and bread, and, and they yeah, went really well, really well with that. So uh, yeah. we'll definitely get into that recipe here in just a little bit. But uh, man, you you're always talking about the cooks, dude. I, <laughs> oh my goodness, it, you just. Everyone talks about me making them hungry. You make me hungry. Um, you, a few weeks ago, we talked about a uh, sirloin tip roast that someone had asked about. You did a roast here recently. Um, what a did top you do? round. You did a yeah. top round. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about that a little bit. Sure. Um, yeah. Well, I, I had this small top round roast that was um, uh, well, from a cow that I bought. Uh, uh, and I just. I put um, basically what I put on that. I'm trying to remember salt and pepper and maybe some garlic powder, I think. And then, um, uh, or maybe it was garlic and onion powder. And then I, I made a compound butter Yeah. with um, just a couple sticks of butter and I let them get, you know, softened room temperature and uh, mix in a bunch of herbs and uh, rub that all over that roast and uh, <laughs> throw that on the egg and, um, didn't take very long. Um, right. You brought I, the internal temp up to about what? 
of the meat? Uh, 140. 140? Yeah, yeah. I, and I want to say... Uh, that was the cook. Um, actually, yeah. I, I, what I intended to do was cook it at a, um, I don't know, three fifty, four hundred for about an hour, and then lower the temperature. Yeah. Um, just kind of how you would do it in an oven if you were roasting it. But, um, that was uh, I was at the end of a bag of charcoal, and since I'm kind of cheap sometimes, and <laughs> instead of throwing it away, I dumped it all in the grill, and that's never a good idea, really. With uh, you get all that dust in there, and then it it, it messes up your airflow so yeah, yeah yeah um yeah that was a good the cookware it was more like 300 for the, <laughs> for yeah. the whole cook uh but it, it, no it turned Pro- out really well it still didn't probably didn't take much more than an hour if at all no no yeah. really it was probably a three three and a half pound roast so right right it, it, yeah i had it in um that um big green egg brand uh charcoal the, the the pan the the griddle uh the round pan that's a shallow round pan I don't know I forget what they call it the um kind of like the, the lid to the, their sk- yeah, yeah 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 I got you I it's got that you. it's that big skillet pan I had it um just a bunch of um root vegetables in there oh and yeah there you put go. that roast on top of it with right, that butter right. and mm. um yeah it made everything good oh man that does sound good man that's I tell you what it's it just I think people are still surprised and shocked when we talk about everything that we cook on the big green egg because we're doing so much of it. And, you know, things that they they thought, you know, oh, you mean it's not just for grilling or it's not just for low and slow smoke? Um, no, I mean, we, you know, like you said, you're doing your roast, you got your vegetables, you got you you putting your compound butter on it. Man, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean. I, if I wasn't so full. <laughs> Right now, I'd be I'd be hungry. <laughs> when was the last time I was on here? I'm trying to remember everything I might have cooked since then. Yeah, uh, it's been a few weeks. At least a few. Okay, was yeah. I on here before I made the cookies? That I... Yeah, you were. Okay, okay, yeah. So yeah. I, I smoked the fudge for those cookies. Um, I I um did some smoked and deep fried uh, steaks. Oh, oh, you Little did. Little ribeye yeah. steaks that oh, I had, and yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that that was good, and I also, you know, when I did the steaks, I um, dredged and fried a bunch of vegetables, okra and right. uh, potatoes, and now um, did you do the frying mushrooms. on the egg as well? Yeah, yeah. it was excellent. Yeah, I, isn't it? I that was the first time I think that I've deep fried anything mm-hmm. on the egg, right? And I liked it way more than doing it in my house. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, man. I mean, anytime you, yeah, absolutely. But in, also, anytime you can keep things outside, you know, like yeah. instead of, you know, not only getting your house all hot, right, but also sometimes the smell, you know, inside is not always that great. But man, outside, right. it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely awesome. We, uh, I think you did some tri tips too. Um, I've done, yeah, I did. Um, yeah. I made some tri tip burritos a week or two mm. ago. Um, yeah. That yeah. was good. Yeah, now I did some tri tips uh, this this past week as well, and got them trimmed up and and reverse seared them, and 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 actually you taught me something because, and I don't know why I didn't think of it. I, I just I just didn't, and and actually we may have mentioned this on the last time you were on with me, but um, you had reverse seared something, and you said you used your torch to do it. And, yeah. and that's what I did. I, I've, I've done that a few times. I've done it with burgers. I've done it with steaks. I did it with the tri-tip. I did it with a pork loin. I mean, I, it's, <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> it is fun. How did it go with the burgers? They went good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Cause I thought about doing it with um, these meatballs. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it was the last, not today, but the the last time I made them. Um, but then I. I don't know. It, it gets kind of greasy in the grill. When oh I yeah, yeah, yeah. Make them, and I was a little nervous yeah. to to put a flame there. But yeah, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, in fact, uh, when I did the ribeyes and I I uh, torched them to finish them off, um, I think it was one of the first times I was going to do it by myself here, and so I actually FaceTimed my son, and I held the camera with one hand, I lit the torch, and I'm like, "All right, Jake, tell me what you know. Make sure I'm getting it getting it all you know right." And he was like, dude, there's a fire underneath because <laughs> all the drippings on the plate setter because I had, was doing a reverse <laughs> sear had caught fire, you know, and it was I was like, well, that's fine. I ain't, I ain't worried about that. I mean, I can shut the grill down and get rid of that. But, um, you know, so that that was no big deal. Man, that was fun, though. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a lot of fun. I mean, it, it's it's how do I describe it? I don't know. It's like just painting your meat. With. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah, it's pretty, yeah, yeah. If yeah. you haven't done it before, just get yourself a torch and and put it to your food. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you, you won't in, be, in sorry. A, be safe about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're doing it while it's still on our grills. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So which, don't which do it great. inside, probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably don't do it inside. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, man, it's it. How oh, it turns out, great. It turns out. Great. It's just like uh, uh, getting a perfect sear on it, you know. Yeah. And they make yeah. torches specifically for. They do. They're uh, sous vide cho- yeah, torches. Sous-vide and, torches. And yeah. I think they probably have a wider mouth or something that you can. Um, yeah. Uh, they probably don't throw as big of a flame as our torches. No, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I, don't know. I, yeah. I guess. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I saw a, a video from the YouTube channel Dark Side of the Grill. He made a. Um, mm-hmm. Whole hog porchetta, and he took a giant torch to it. <laughs> oh man, it was, that was that was pretty fun to see. But right, right, um, that's awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Man, they just there's so many things. Of course, right now with football season, you know, we've been doing the uh, uh, jalapeno poppers. You know, with with um, both with chicken and with steak, we've been um, doing little you know quesadillas and and tacos and you know cooking so much stuff out on the grill. It's been awesome. In fact, tonight you came over, we did lasagna and we smoked the lasagna, uh, for yeah, supper tonight. Good. So, um, just trying to, you know, it, it's, it's not as hot as it has been. You know, I think we've got up to 83 or something like that today yeah, was- as we were recording this, but, um, you know, we were able to keep the oven off inside the house and do everything outside and it turned out awesome. I love it. I love doing that. So, yeah. Yeah. And this time of year, I mean, Oh, yeah. Even today it was eighty three, but it's it's not humid. Ah, uh, yeah, exactly. The bugs are are minimal, I right, guess. Right. Um, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not too bad. Yeah. Missouri's a bug state. So. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah. It's not as bad as some. Yeah, uh, right. but uh it's it's uh definitely worse than others. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all good. It's all good, but uh but it's awesome. Just just being you know, being able to be outside mm-hmm. is awesome. Yeah as well. So yeah, that's that's cool. So, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you still firing it up a few times a week, then, right? Yeah. Um, let's see some other cooks. Uh, well, our oven broke um, recently, and okay. um, <laughs> we were making supper. We were doing uh, biscuits and gravy and some other breakfast foods for supper, and um, our oven had been working intermittently, and then uh, went to warm it up and. Thought it was preheating and went to put the biscuits in. Or actually, I think we put them in, 
and then we checked them and they weren't baking at all. So the yeah, oven, yeah. Um, yeah. So you did the biscuits out on the grill. Yeah. So I just went and fired up the egg and we did them on the egg and yeah. uh, it was, you know, we had to eat supper a, a bit late, but it was delicious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Smoked biscuits yeah. and gravy. You know? Oh yeah, man. That, isn't that awesome? I mean, just, just so much you can do. And, and I think when you text me and told me about that, I told you, and I don't know if you've done it or not, but cinnamon rolls on the egg. I have not done that yet, oh. but yes, that, that will be on my list. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. You know, just the the, the flavor of the fogo charcoal um, mm-hmm. just with the bread um, is yeah. good. It's a nice touch. Um, it is, yeah. You know, you definitely get a good amount of smoke flavor, but it's nothing overpowering. It, you know? Right. Yeah, uh, that's what I like about the Fogo. It's 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 fairly more of a neutral, mm-hmm. you know. And then if you want to add a certain wood flavor, you know, you can add chunks of whatever, you know, whether it's pecan or apple or peach. Of course, I love persimmon as well. Or you know, if you want to do oak or hickory or something, I've been using a lot of maple lately. Yeah, yeah, maple. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I really like it. It's uh, it's an it's you get a some smoky flavor. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it tastes like a. Um, I don't know, kind of. It's not. It's not as um, sharp as like an oak, right? But right. Um, it it definitely tastes like um, you know you're putting some extra smoke on there, and yeah. Uh, but it, it's it's. And there it, are brands of charcoal, in fact, because like Big Green Egg is oak and hickory, right? That's their main thing: oak and hickory, oak and hickory. Uh, and a lot of charcoals are well. There, I mean, there are some brands that have oak, hickory, and maple just to kind of tone it down a little bit. You know, yeah, that's little, I guess yeah. that's how I describe it. I like the the toning it down, and I do I pair maple with hickory a lot too. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the maple is it's it's a a softer flavor that goes it pairs with a lot of stuff, and like yeah. like that that chocolate you can't smoke chocolate. Well, I mean you could, but when you smoke chocolate or um, even some other sweet stuff, and you use something like a pecan, uh, you know, with chocolate, it, it doesn't, in my opinion pair that well um mm-hmm. or, or an oak is pretty harsh to use with it because chocolate's a, a bitter yeah it can't type be of yeah, flavor yeah, right, and then you right. you mix a one of those um more bitter tasting woods with it um yeah. so i think the maple goes really well when you're smoking chocolate yeah 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 man that's cool that's uh and that's really neat i mean that's that we could do a whole show you know on you know woods pairing with different things yeah. because it 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 really does make a difference. I mean, it's not just smoke, right? I mean, there, there's th- those woods make a difference. The type of mm-hmm. wood that's used, they they really do make a difference. And and uh, you know, and, and while some folks maybe don't necessarily have the delicate palate that can tell uh, as much, um, a lot of times. Uh, even they could could tell you that it was like either like a dirty smoke or yeah. you know real clean or real subtle or real strong, um, and and sometimes those woods can make a difference. With yeah, well. it's just just like you would put different spices in a dish. I mean, yeah, y- yeah. your 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 the wood that you choose is a seasoning, and um, yeah. when yeah. if you get it wrong, I think you notice it a lot more. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> like you know, peach is one of those woods that um, yeah, I don't know, it's got a. a interesting flavor that doesn't pair well with a lot of things but it pairs pretty well with certain things you know? right yeah um yeah i love it with brisket uh, i mean i usually like pecan and peach i usually mm-hmm. pair i usually can uh, pair not compare but pair 
a a a hardwood with a fruit wood, um, and you know so like peach and and uh, pecan and peach or pecan and persimmon, uh, I think are a really good combination for some foods such as a brisket, um, but uh, you know hickory or oak really work well with uh, apple and um, cherry. You know, and, and yeah. they can stand alone. I mean, that, you know, they, they can definitely stand on their own for sure. Uh, but sometimes pairing them, uh, you know, it, it just, it, it changes it up as well. Um, you know, mesquite, a lot of folks, and here we, we're going to turn this into, <laughs> we're, gonna turn <laughs> we're this having into, that episode so, yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. We're having it right now. You know, uh, and, uh, but we'll get, I, we can do one later and do more specifics. But, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, mesquite is one that uh, a lot of folks it's, I think it's been overused and you go to Texas and it's, it's really big. A lot of folks yeah. come up, they really love mesquite. And for some folks, I think that is one that it, that is, it can become overpowering and, mm-hmm. and be a little too much. Um, and one that I found that's kind of similar to mesquite, but is real subtle is alder. I would almost. I compare. heard you mention that on your last yeah. episode, and I thought, uh, "Where are you getting alderwood?" And yeah, I, I need to, you know, I need to pick that up. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get um, now. I mean, it, it's it, it's not as easy to get. Sometimes, uh, every once in a while, when I really want some, you can still get it in planks because you can do like alder planked salmon, okay. uh, or an alder planked meat. You you can do alder planks, and sometimes you can just take those planks and cut them. them. And, and break yeah. them up and, and use those as well. Um, and, and so every once in a while, if I'm real desperate and I really want to use the alder I'll, I'll, <laughs> and I can't find it, I'll do that. But, um, but all alders, alder is amazing. I, I think it's one of my favorites when it comes to especially fish, but, uh, poultry chicken, um, as well. So it's, do you get it really here good. in Springfield? Yeah. Oh yeah. All yeah. Right. Now I, I mean, I used to get it at, at pits and grills here yeah. on, on sunshine street, but, uh, they haven't been able to get it in a while, um, except for the planks. They they do carry the planks. Uh, in fact, I think Big Green Egg brand has um, planks that they sell there that are alder alder planks, as well as their cedar. They do cedar. Oh, really? Cedar planks okay. and alder planks. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, cedar. I, well, I wouldn't put that in my grill. Probably. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. A cedar plank, plank salmon. You would smoke with it though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could put salmon on it, but you would throw it in the coals. Um. Well, I don't know about that. That'd be pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, it probably would. Yeah, I do. I do. I, I, that I keep plank. I, I plank, whether it's salmon or, or something like that. Um, uh, we've even planked a um, blooming onion. We did a, a blooming onion. Oh, really? Uh, that's on the YouTube channel, Blind Grillin's YouTube channel. Okay. And uh, we and we may use maple plank for that. In fact, um, for I that sweet flavor. If you're especially you're getting started in barbecue and. Um, I don't know, unless you're from Texas or something, but uh, if, if you want something that uh, you can't really go wrong with maple. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's just it's, true. it's neutral. It goes with everything mm-hmm. um, pretty much. I mean, uh, but man, I I got to find, you know, it, it would, some alders, some persimmon I, yeah. or um, plum, too. That's another one. I'd like to try, but right, yeah, yeah. But um, you know, sassafras—they sell sassafras <laughs> at Pits and Grills. Man, I'm, I'm telling my you, my Woodville there is ridiculous <laughs> already. Like, 
I go in there. Uh, I spent what hundred and fifty dollars on wood, probably. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it's it, it it adds up. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah, man. I mean, it's they they've got such a great selection to begin with. But um, man, there's so many things you can experiment with and and t- try. That it's just awesome. I mean, it's it's really cool. Um, and in fact, uh, let, let's go ahead and let's talk about the meatballs here. Um, just real quick, though, for yeah, folks sure. that want to shoot us an email, blindgrilling at gmail.com. I got Vince Sobers here with me uh, again, and uh, just just awesome talking to Vince, and we, we talk a lot about food. <laughs> a lot, uh, most of our conversations, whether it's uh, it's either on the Bible or food, just about. And uh, so uh, it's, it's awesome, and uh, good to have you back on today. Uh, but blindgrilling at gmail.com is the email. Shoot us uh, over. Let us know uh, if you got something, a topic, something you want us to talk about. Uh, we'll be happy to try and uh, and talk about that. Okay, man, those meatballs, dude. <laughs> the, I mean, I, you know, I had a couple on my plate, you know, with a little bit of lasagna and some bread, you know, and um, finished that up, and I went back in. And I knew we had dessert, so I was like, I want to be careful, but, dude, I couldn't walk by those those meatballs without grabbing a few more <laughs> they were really they smell really good, good huh? oh yeah they, they taste great they yeah. smell great they tasted great um so uh so tell us what you're using because it's not just beef no i do um the more um well i, I don't know i come from an italian family and uh we had meatballs a lot when i was growing up and um yeah, you know, my these mom. These are next level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are better than my mom. Oh man, uh, <laughs> she listens to this. Just so you if know. she does, you know, <laughs> she'll she'll learn. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, she always mixed. Uh, well, not always. Uh, a lot of times, she would she would mix the beef with other meat, and I think that's kind of a traditional way mm-hmm. to make the meatballs. Where you you um, a lot of times beef lamb. and pork. Yeah, yeah, lamb is another good one you could yeah. do, um, and lamb meatballs are great. Uh, they taste delicious. Um, I, I mean, pork is easily available mm-hmm. a lot of places, um, and beef. So actually, what I I think in the recipe I sent, um, I I specified mangalitsa pork because that's what I was using. It's that's what I had in my freezer from the pig that I bought, and then I had a, a grass fed and grass finished um, uh, beef that uh, I used two pounds beef, two pounds pork, and the thing about a mangalisa is they're lard pigs so they they have a lot of fat um you know the ground pork that i have from that pig is um uh it, it's just, it's just really fatty you could tell if you put yeah. it up against a uh, ground pork that you bought from the grocery store um you know you, you'd be able to tell Big yeah it's, sure it's, yeah um so uh that combined with the the binder i use you know, i use oat flour binder um, that's another thing I kind of got from my mom. She would sometimes put oatmeal in her meatballs. Mm. Um, so I, I just take out the oats and grind them up in my spice grinder. I use that as oat flour. I know, I mean, I use that as a binder, that oat flour. Yeah. Uh, yeah I know yeah. like milk powders are popular right now in barbecue, but I like the oat flour. It gives it a you, light. You could, right. Yeah, it's light and silky texture combined with all that fat that you put in there. Yeah, it's three things I think of as a silky texture is like the 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 fattiness of the meat, um, the oat flour binder, and then that um, I use a buttermilk, uh, as well. Um, I use powdered buttermilk. You could use a liquid too, but 
um, that acidity. If you've ever, uh, certain Asian cuisines, um, they use techniques called velveting the ground meat. And if you've never tried it, it it's basically you mix in um, some acidity and let it marinate in your meat. And um, it kind of breaks down those fibers, makes gives you a silky texture. Um, so those three things combined, I think, just make the inside of those meatballs um, really, uh, well, it's really juicy, really silky. Yeah. Yeah, and was, the outside yeah. gets kind of crusty and covered in that glaze. So. Right. And we're going to we're going to put the whole recipe down in the show notes uh, so folks can can follow along, because not only everything you add to the meat, but then the glaze that you make afterwards, which I mean, folks can buy a, like a barbecue sauce or a glaze or something you know, if they wanted to, if they have a favorite and use it. But but you do provide a recipe for one as well. So, yeah, the glaze I make, um, I do use uh, the Lane's barbecue uh, kind of sweet barbecue sauce in it um i use about a cup and a half of that per batch of glaze but there's also um balsamic vinegar uh white vinegar honey um Mm -hmm. and then there's some spices in there uh i do i make a chicken stock reduction and add a a puree of um i'll use sweet onions and garlic uh some celery and uh a couple or two to four maybe uh um like serrano peppers or some kind of chili pepper um i take the seeds and ribs out because um yeah i'm usually feeding it to my kids so yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Sure. but um yeah. yeah i make that vegetable puree i add it to the chicken stock uh reduce that until it's almost just a, pur- a puree again um so you get that concentrated chicken stock mixed with the vegetable puree and then i add in my seasonings, um, which is really uh, for the glaze, it's pretty simple. There, you know, salt, um, maybe some celery salt, uh, depending on you know if I had celery or not. But yeah, um, some cumin, some uh, let's see, paprika. Um, yes, paprika. You're right. Yep. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then I add yeah. the the barbecue sauce, the honey, and the the vinegars to that. That was um. It's about a what a, a quarter cup of balsamic vinegar and a couple of tablespoons of white vinegar just to um, give it a little bit of tang and yeah. the the balsamic vinegar adds a lot to the to the sweetness profile and the stickiness of that glaze. So sure, yeah. Now, do you you don't use any eggs when you're as a binder? I do use eggs do, in the meatballs. That's yes, yeah. that's another okay. thing too. Okay. I I guess you could say maybe I'm I go excessive with the binders too, but <laughs> well, I mean I'm putting them on the grill, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want them falling apart. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And and we'll talk about that more in just a second as well, but uh, cuz I know one of the, it, it's almost like doing a meatloaf. It's kind of what it reminded me of when I was reading that. Um you you could almost do instead of dividing it up in the meatballs, you could do that as almost one great big meatloaf. Sure, that would yeah. be a delicious meatloaf. Absolutely, too, if you just chopped yeah. up some vegetables and mixed them in there. Too. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And you know, for a binder, one thing that I do is I'll take um, like uh, unsalted saltine crackers, and mm-hmm. uh, and crush those up and use those as a binder as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and and I use egg, you know, when I'm doing like a meatloaf or something. Um, and then um, yeah, you could you could do that. And uh, but but then you take and you you divide it up now. 
for tonight, because we were feeding college kids for, for Bible class tonight mm-hmm. at the church, and so you guys, you and your family came over, you brought the meatballs to go with the, the lasagna, and you made them a little bit smaller than what you're used to, right? Because you don't, what don't you use, what, what size cup, I guess, do you normally use to make these meatballs? Uh, I like about a, a one oh a one half measuring cup, uh one half cup. Uh I use measuring cups to portion out the meat. I just find that the easiest way to get good consistency, you could use an ice cream scooper or something like that too. Um or if you're just really good at um getting consistent sized yeah, yeah, right, meatballs right. by hand, but I'm not, so um, yeah. I like about a one half. That makes a pretty big meatball. Right. Um but I like them big. I I mean usually yeah. when I'm making them it's for a meal so sure I don't mind if I have you know a couple giant meatballs on a plate <laughs> that's right uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah if you I, I mean if I'm bringing them to a party like today I use a one eighth cup yeah. and they turn into uh, I don't know would you say bite size or maybe like two bites I don't know um, yeah I mean I shoved one in my mouth <laughs> yeah yeah you, you could you could shove them in your mouth you that's probably right. couldn't talk to anybody yeah no you could no yeah it was it was all I could do to get one in my mouth yeah but but I did it <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> absolutely yeah it was just it was awesome um, and it, of course um, you were telling me I um, you used a grill mat this time. Yes, the grill mesh. Um, it's a great product, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, I'm uh, I'm glad that you gave me that. Uh, it I found out about it. You know, it sounds like just after Pits and Grill stopped selling it here. Yeah, but, I know. Uh, yeah, that's right. But it, I'm glad yeah. that I have that that one sheet. I do, man. It's a it's a great product. They they did not stick to the grates at all. Um, not they don't sink into the you know in between the grates. Um, and these were definitely small enough to where they could have. Yeah. Um, yeah. I froze them a little bit before I put them on just to um, be, you know, extra sure. I also did that because I wanted to get plenty of smoke flavor on there. And because they were um, they were small in size, I knew they were going to cook faster. Oh, so yeah, I wanted yeah. to make sure yeah. lots of smoke got on there. What's the um, temp you're cooking at? Uh, I do these at 350. 350? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I got you. Yeah, and and so how long did these take as opposed to what you're normally the larger balls that you cook? Um, they took about uh thirty to thirty five minutes. Yeah, that's and not then bad. I that's not bad. A few, you know, five to ten minutes for um the glaze, the glaze, yeah. yeah. And so they're they're pretty quick. Uh, I think I tempt them when I pulled them off the grill, and it was at like one thirty six, I think, and then um. Uh, well, actually, that was shortly a few minutes before I pulled them off the grill, mm-hmm. and then um, I put them in a pan, got the glaze all over them, rolled them in the glaze, and then uh, normally I would put them back on the grill, but um, I had I th- there were like sixty meatballs, yeah. so <laughs> I, I put them. I just put the pan in the oven, yeah. and let it get sticky, and then um, gotcha. Packed them up to come over here. Awesome man, they were good. They were yeah, good. that yeah. was real good, man. I loved it, loved it. Appreciate you bringing those too, by the way. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> that I'm, was glad great. That, I'm glad oh, you man. like them. I'm, yeah, man. I think yeah. Some of the college kids liked them too. I think, yeah, absolutely. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That's good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, they, they can eat now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm happy anytime I can feed someone food they actually like. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if anybody can hear you guys. I, I can hear your kids. I, yeah, I can hear They're them having too. fun. They're having fun out there. And so, uh, I mean, this is a pretty quiet room for the most part, but, uh, 
Yeah, they're they're they're, that's all they're out there though. eating the meatballs. That's, that's right. That's, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Hope, uh, hopefully, not all the brownies are gone though. No, hopefully not. <laughs> Something went wrong if all the brownies are are gone. Yeah, uh, right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> man. That's cool. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, uh, well, real quick, man. There, there's one thing. Um, you you've uh, I gave you a handle for your big green egg. You yeah. The handle that I made. Everything fitting well. Uh, it fits there? great. Yeah, it's really solid. Um, awesome. and and you put that that weatherproofing on it. The yeah, um, the water lock and yeah. yeah. I mean that yeah. that handle is is um not at it, it, it's a real. I love the sycamore. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And it feels real durable. Uh, it has the same uh, shape. It, it's the same yeah. shape as the big green egg handle. And, yeah. um, but, uh, you know, it doesn't feel like it's going to wear out anytime soon. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. No, hope I it'll think last, it'll hold so. up. Yeah. I never put any water lock on my big green egg handle. Uh, I would just yeah. wipe it with um, teak oil. And, right, yeah. Or whatever grease from my <laughs> gloves. <laughs> That's right. You know? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I I think uh, that's a lot cheaper wood that they use on those handles. I think more um, than likely, more than likely. Yeah. yeah. So and some of them even feel like it's a some type of poly. Sometimes don't even feel like it's wood. Yeah. On some yeah. of them, but um, but uh, man, if anybody's out there is interested, got a big green egg, whether it's a nine inch handle or a four inch handle, uh, you want to replace it. We're uh, something I've been making here lately. We do um, sycamore. Uh, we do white oak. We've got a little bit of maple, and uh, I, uh, there's probably another wood or two out there that uh, we can make some handles with, but uh, we can custom engrave it as well. Um, and uh, so if you guys, anyone is out there is interested in that, shoot me an email, blindgrilling at gmail.com, and, uh, yeah, we'll be happy to uh, talk to you about that as well. But, um, but man, Vince, I, I tell you, it's, uh, I, look, I always look forward to having you on and, and talking about food and like I said, if I wasn't so full, I'd be hungry, man. You, you do some amazing cooks. It's obviously, it's obvious you know what you're doing for sure in the kitchen, and um, yeah, man, I, I I I look forward to the next cook you got going on to hear about it and uh, get you get you to write up another recipe and uh, oh, share yeah. it with us. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that. Um, it's my pleasure. I I always enjoy um, coming over here and. Um, you know, getting to be on your podcast is a bonus, man. It's uh, yeah. it's a lot of fun. Um, I like listening to your podcast. Uh, I even I've been listening to um, the 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 new episodes that you've been doing with the uh, on the Wednesday and Friday. Wednesday, yeah, the my story yeah, and the, the cut, cut straight. straight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, even Sava's been listening to the podcast. I didn't know she was listening until uh, awesome. Uh, I know she listened to the one that I was on, but then um, I think last week she told me, you know, she's listening to the podcast she brought it up and i was like you listen to those oh, yeah okay. oh man that's awesome you don't like to talk about grilling with me but yeah, yeah. <laughs> well maybe no, she, she listens does. to it so she can talk yeah, to you yeah it. i know it'll happen it'll happen it's probably no she talks a little bit about yeah. it but she can't go on and on like i do i think right so. right well she, understandably she, she's too busy eating what you cook <laughs> yeah yeah well and she's on a diet now so i get to uh adjust yeah. Uh, how I'm cooking and um yeah. you know that's okay I can do that but uh so I don't know maybe I'll have some new idea that I can right talk about some other time in the near future. As long as it isn't vegan, we'll yeah, be man. we'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I would never do that. So. Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah, man. Awesome. Awesome. 
All right, man. Well, thanks again for coming on, man. I really do appreciate it so much. Thank you, Chris. All right, folks. Hey, remember, blindgrilling at gmail.com if you want to get in touch with us. We love to hear from you. We love the feedback. And uh, we'll get to some of that feedback here coming up in the uh, in, in next episode or so. And, uh, again, remember the Wednesday My Story episodes and the Friday Cut Straight Weekend Workshop episodes as well. Uh, and, as always... If you're looking, you ain't cooking.